Another crazy and wild day. Hallelujah. <laughs> we don't even delete it as we've gone through all the birth pains to manifest the divine child from our womb over the years. People are like, you still got all those nasty videos up. I'm like, that's a good learning experience, you know. You live and you learn, hallelujah. I never take my tapes down off the shelf. I'm a fool for Christ's sake, and I could care less about my dignity. We get more undignified than this every day. Got nothing to prove. I just want to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. And it's the funnest place to be in a place of humility and just growing in front of others because it's a world family. Humanity is our family. And if you don't want to be a member of our family, well, you're going to be a hater. You're going to be a son and daughter of the accuser. But I tell you what, God welcomes you with open arms. And he is not a religious demon. <laughs> he is a loving father. He loves you so much. He wants to use you for his goodness. He wants to use you to restore the Garden of Eden. Use you for garden works. Like Adam and Eve were called the gardeners. Zookeepers and gardeners taking care of the animals in the earth, which is the beast nature. Yeah, you got a lot of 666 around you. We know that. And God's grace is sufficient for you to take care of the animals, which are the unrenewed minds around you, which is a lot of you, your spouses, your kids, and your nasty old grandpa spitting all over the place with his chewing tobacco. There's grace for that too. Hallelujah. God meets you right where you're at. This world has been a real nasty place to a lot of people. Nobody knows that better than our U.S. veterans. Hallelujah. Bless you this week in Veterans Day. Thank you, Jesus. All my family, my grandpas were in all the World War II and did 20 years in the Army. My grandpa Bill and retired as a colonel. My dad is a Vietnam vet in the Marine Corps. We've always been serving We've always been servants, and I know that's true with most of your families too, big time. Even in a natural sense, as Americans, we have served the whole world. We have military bases in 210 different places around the planet. Think about it. Americans are naturally first servants of all, but now we're learning the ways of the order of Melchizedek and the ways of the new covenant and the ways of heavenly Jerusalem, and we're becoming spiritually servants of all also. We've been exporting this revelation for free into every nation, 195 nations, for 10 years. We're ministering in the whole planet, every nation on the planet, every tongue on the planet, every tribe on the planet. Thank God that the business language of the world is English, even though I can barely speak it. And I got a broken down 7th grade level education, it, it appears most of the time. They can still, they can still understand it in Europe and in Asia and Africa. It's crazy how much grace there is for God in this generation to restore all things through us. And even through this generation predestined for ordained to restore all things. The main thing he's dealing with today, I was seeing visions all day of the belly of the earth, the womb of the earth, the bowels of the earth which correlates to the nation's stomachs. 
because your body is a temple of either light or darkness. Your body is a temple of either the black and white, the knowledge of good and evil, or the glory of the tree of life. Everyone's temple in the world, eight billion temples, it's just by default under the curse, you're born a temple of white and black magic. And the white and black magic of Satan and his angels makes you either sorcerers, upper class, or dogs, lower class. And that's just the way of the world. Every nation has been like that since Adam and Eve. <laughs> when Adam and Eve gave the world to the serpent in the garden and were just locked into the flesh of the knowledge of good and evil and the magic spells and the sorceries of Cain and they learned magic arts and they were taught of fallen angels and they learned war and they learned makeup and they learned how to make alcohol from the fallen angels and they learned all the ways of Satan and his angels. I tell you what, we got buried in witchcraft. We are so buried in the magic arts that it is actually embedded into your heart when you're born. You don't even have, in Babylon the Great, everyone's born a witch, everyone's born a warlock. You don't even need to learn it. Those ways are embedded into your blood because it's so deep in the earth. It's true. I tell you the truth. The magic spell of Satan bewitched the whole world, even to the core of their bloodlines, that that is the innate, innate, automatic, unlearned, subconscious level of being on the face of the earth, is you will automatically practice witchcraft. You will automatically cast spells from a dark heart that's connected to a black throne in the underworld. And that black throne is the religious devil's throne, Satan's throne. Didn't you know that if you're born of the flesh, you're born of the red dragon? Woo! Original sin? Is it real? Is there a curse? Oh my gosh! Some of you don't even want to wake up because it's so real. You gotta wake up. You cannot avoid dealing with reality. Especially you that are called and chosen to be leaders in your cities, leaders in your tribes, le leaders in your states, leaders in your counties. Spiritual leaders called to be, you know, chieftains. Chieftains called to be the 144,000 of the government of God of all the nations of the world. God's not going to so much get rid of everyone as He's going to raise up a new leadership over everyone. A lot of people are so religious that they think God's just going to kill everybody. He's not going to kill everyone. The main ones he's going to kill are the religious ones lying to you, making you haters instead of lovers. Oh my goodness, here we go. We're dealing with your false leadership now in Christianity. A lot of people want to make you haters. Even in the prophetic realm, people use prophetics as an excuse to cast judgments. I'm telling you, the judgments of God are in grace. And that doesn't make any sense if you're a carnal Christian, but if you're in the spirit of grace in your belly, you understand. The throne of grace removes the throne of the law. The throne of the law is Satan. Jesus Christ does not enforce the law of Moses. <laughs> Fallen angels and demons enforce the law of Moses. Like when the Freemason puts his hand under his coat. When he does the, the Pledge of Allegiance. That's Moses. That's the law of Moses. <clears throat> the wicked use the law of Moses. The sorcerers use, use the law of Moses and they recognize that everyone's a hypocrite and the religious spirit preys off of hypocrisy. Oh, no one's perfect. 
That's the religious spirit. And the religious spirit is the spirit of hypocrisy. And so we're dealing with the religious spirit, and we're dealing with all hypocrisy, and we're dealing with the law of Moses, and we're dealing with it in your human stomachs, which is the bowels of the earth. Since man was connected to the earth and made from the earth, you are a part of this earth. You have an earthen vessel, a jar of clay. Your head's connected to the heavens, and your heart's connected to the earth. And your stomach is connected to the bowels of the earth. You are a temple of the universe, and that's not New Age. That's the Genesis account. God created Adam from the dust of the earth. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Your blood is the life force of the earth. I tell you the truth. That's why you need to drink the blood of the Lamb and change from the blood of the red dragon to the blood of Jesus. Change from a fallen human being, warlock and witch of the curse of the fall, and the seed line of Cain, and the everyone that is religious, which is the seed line of Cain, to the 144,000 of heavenly Jerusalem. And don't even think about counting people. I tell you the truth, the Father is in charge of this thing, and your mind is its biggest enemy. Your human reasoning and trying to figure it out is the number one enemy of what God the Father wants to do with your spirit. Because He's the only the Father of spirits. He doesn't father flesh. If you go after the flesh, you have the red dragon fathering you. You're fathered by the tail. You're fathered by the false prophet. You're fathered by the demons of the flesh. Jesus was never fathered by the flesh. Otherwise, He would be a sinner. He never sinned. He was always fathered by the Holy Spirit, conceived of the Holy Spirit. He had a body, but it was stardust. That's how Adam walked. Adam had a body, but it was stardust, and his spirit and his soul were so much brighter that in the book of Adam and Eve, it is written that they didn't even know they had bodies until they depolarized from the glory cloud and gave up the Holy Spirit. When Adam and Eve gave up the Holy Spirit for the abilities of the flesh, which was the fall of man, They had never even seen their bodies before. And I know it's true because I've seen visions of it and I'm experiencing the glory cloud regenerating to what Adam and Eve walked in before the fall in my own life personally, going from glory to glory for 19 years, obeying the Word of God, obeying God's commandments, and being holy and being having my virginity restored, all those things that are the most important to keep growing as an olive tree of anointing oil, an olive tree of life. Every Christian is an olive tree. And, it, and as you spiritually grow, you got to understand this too, because a lot of people still got that religious demon in their brain, forcing them to work harder and strive for it, and not just drink like a tree. Your spirit's a tree of life. You're a planting of the Lord in the garden of His delight, which is Eden. You're a heavenly being. You're a heavenly creature. You're born of the heavenly kind. And now, as your roots grow deep, you'll automatically confront spiritual wickedness in the underworld because your roots grow into the underworld. God will not have you deal with anything unless your spiritual tree, your tree of life, your olive tree, your anointing oil grows to that measure in your branches in the sky and your roots in the earth. So spiritual growth automatically confronts spiritual wickedness so that you're never 
overwhelmed with spiritual wickedness by spiritual warfare that's outside your caliber of the development of the armor of God and the sword of the Spirit that you currently walk in. <laughs> God will not overwhelm you with temptation. If He sees your spiritual growth, your roots of your heart are ready to deal with the underworld, with the, the throne of the religious devil in the bowels of the earth. Hades is a place of religion. Hell is a religious place. It's called Egypt. Hell. <laughs> it's a city in the underworld. It's a religious city, a city of religious demons, and Satan is a religious devil. You have to understand that because that's the main enemy you're dealing with in Joel's army, and there's nothing even close. Lust is half as bad, but you're dealing also with Sodom. Sodom and Egypt, you're dealing with Jerusalem. You're dealing with the natural types and shadows of this earth dimension's Jerusalem. And the true love of God is to uproot that natural type and shadow, the, all of the symbolism, and throw it into the lake of fire. The types and shadows are demonic. <laughs> you need to live in the realities of the Spirit of Grace. Prophetics is not so much about types and shadows as it was in the Old Testament. We're not dealing with symbolism anymore. We're dealing with the spirit of prophecy, the realities of the blood of the Lamb. Heaven coming through our bodies into the earth realm. And it's okay, you need some confirmation, you need a little type and shadow to help you along the way. God will help you, but we're removing the types and shadows for us to have the Garden of Eden restored in the earth in perfect glory from the bowels of the earth and the four rivers of Genesis 2.10 that flowed through all the earth and all the heavens, but actually flowed through all of Adam and Eve's hearts and mind. Heaven was on earth because Adam and Eve were perfect. The rivers were lifted and buried under the earth and, and the, the sky froze and the heavens became cold because Adam and Eve fell. Adam and Eve were caretakers and zookeepers of the whole universe when they gave up the Holy Spirit ability for their natural ability. And they went and now they bathed in the river and they drank from the river where before they were the river. You gotta understand that. So John 7.38 is a total healing of the curse of the fall when out of your belly flows rivers of living waters. But of this he spoke of the Holy Ghost that Adam and Eve gave up for natural abilities. Amen. So we're getting back our divine abilities. Pentecost is a reversal of the curse. You've received the cloven tongues of fire. You've received the gift of the Holy Spirit back to you. And now how do we use it? We use it through our spirit to restore all things. Many people have used it for themselves to get rich, to do business, you know. And as long as it's advancing the kingdom and your heart intentions are pure, God will give you tons of favor in business. But if your heart intentions are evil, you'll always come under judgment. You'll always be shaken. You'll wonder why it's so hard. You're kicking against the pricks is why it's so hard. In a pure heart, things get easy because you have rivers flowing through you. Get to the place of repentance, of returning to the river and the source of the river, which is the lamb on the throne inside your spirit, in your stomach, and your heart will be so clean by those rivers of living waters that you only want to do what your Father in Heaven's doing. You only want to speak what your Father in Heaven's speaking. You live from every word that comes from God, and you're never doing anything except what God's doing because you don't want to feel gross and dead anymore. You don't want to feel like a religious demon, just dead and beat up and horrible all the time. You don't want to feel like a lust demon. 
Just disgusting, filthy frogs all the time, always dead inside and lonely. You get all of that Sodom and Egypt out of your own spiritual bowels so that rivers of living water can flow through you and you begin to set people free by the real deal of Mount Zion and no more types and shadows of Egypt and the counterfeits that keep them locked in buildings made by human hands. Hallelujah. Tremendous grace. Grace is the judgment for the throne of the law. Satan's throne is the throne of the law of Moses. Oh, it's true. We're not in the Old Covenant. That Old Covenant was handed over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. People's flesh are destroyed because they're still operating in the Law of Moses in 2018. Leprosy came upon Moses and his hand. They put it in his hand and then he was clean again. The Law of Moses kills sin. Okay? God's not doing that. God gave you His Spirit of grace. Okay, 2,000 years ago, get over it. Unless you're in the Spirit of grace, the law of Moses is eating your flesh like rust right now. You need the Spirit of grace to save you from the law of Moses a million times more than your mind currently understands. It is life and death for you today and your household in every city and every countryside in the world. And it's not a panic of what you need to do here. It's repent and return to the Lamb on the throne in your belly here. Return to the new covenant where your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And come out of the bewitchment of Jezebel. Come out of the religious haze of confusion that has you so bewitched that you just work harder. You know, like you're preparing stuff out here in the natural realm when God comes through us before He comes to us. And I have watched over the years, the more and more I release, the, I release the Lamb on the throne in my spirit, and the stronger the rivers get through my heart and mind, the more these workers of iniquity do strange fire. The more people are appalled by our message and, and manifest by our message because the more power and glory it has on it. The new covenant makes people practicing witchcraft of doo-doo in the mind, it makes them sick. They get so infuriated because it exposes them as workers of iniquity. You're exposing carnal Christianity, and carnal Christians are angry at you because that's their identity. you got to understand, for the older prodigal of Luke 15, that was their identity. Their identity was in their works, in their Christian New Testament Bible works. And they were a white witch of Egypt, of Hades. They were a son and daughter of hell because their identity was in their Christian works and not in Christ and the Spirit of grace that does the works. That wake-up call to the religious Christians in the world is so strong right now, it's going to shake you to the core of your identity. Because your identity is in Satan and not Christ. Satan is an angel of light that deceives you with religion and works. New Testament works, it's like disease city everywhere. You have been so bewitched by Christian works and the Christian fallen angels pretending to be Jesus. They are. There's Satan and his angels are all Christian angels that come to you as angels of light in your meetings, and you think it's God and his angels in the kingdom, and it's like not the kingdom at all. 
It's Gog and Magog. You people are coming out of hell on earth, even in the charismatic church. It's going to freak you out. You've been submissive to fallen angels in the types and shadows, in the buildings made by human hands. You've been inside the belly of the red dragon. And you've thought the light of the stars was the light of his glory. Because he can do every counterfeit lying sign and wonder by stealing and killing and destroying. And the false prophet who performed all the signs and wonders was thrown into the lake of fire. It is written. How will we know if it's the false prophet or the true? One comes from the divine child within your belly. The other is external out here. It's as simple as that. And so the one that's a bloody mess of a, of a child like birthing the anointing from the stomach, that's the real deal. The ugly one in the manger that don't make no sense to the natural religious carnal mind. The one that's prim and pro proper that looks so nice and refined out here on the stage of God TV is the devil. That's how you know. One will look like they got it all together so it can convince the carnal mind and they'll never have to be transfigured by the renewing of their mind. That one's the devil. The other one will be so ugly and detestable in the donkey's manger that it can't be God no matter what. You're not convincing me that crazy crap is God when it's God. And they'll blaspheme their ways right into the lake of fire. They'll come against His second coming because it's a messy childbirth from within our bellies, bride of Christ. The only reason why you hold on through all the wildness is because you're the bride of Christ or married to the Holy Spirit. I don't have another husband in this world. I'm married to the Holy Spirit in blood covenant. My bond is so solidified with the Holy Spirit that we're one. The paraclete, the helper, has brought me through all hell and death on earth for 37 years. I don't have anything else in this earth except the Holy Spirit. We're married to Christ. Christ is the Holy Spirit present with you now. When your heart's in love with the Holy Spirit, doesn't matter how wild it gets, you just go along for the ride because you're married. What are you going to do? Divorce the Holy Spirit? Some people do. Too weird for me. I'm not going that far. And they leave the Holy Spirit River. They leave the marriage covenant and they go prostitute themselves with demons in Egypt and Sodom in seasons of religion and seasons of rebellion. Come back to the river. Return to the river and be married to the Holy Spirit with your whole heart today in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't give your heart to any other spirit in this universe except the Holy Spirit, the river of His blood sacrifice. I saw a river proceeding from the throne of the Lamb and it is the river of life and it's crystal clear. There's no guile in it. There's no, you know... He doesn't have ulterior motives. There's nothing up his sleeve. It's never too good to be true with Jesus. He's so out in the open and, and just shows you who he is all the time. He never performs. If it's going to be wild and messy, he'll, I mean, he'll be wild and messy. You can see it right away exactly what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> He's a wild guy, an untamed lion. He's a lamb frolicking in heaven. Hallelujah. And this river of life is His blood sacrifice blazing through our spirits. <laughs> the Spirit of grace is the river of life through our spirits. You must be married to Him. You must be faithful to Him. And you must stop prostituting yourself to other spirits in the world that pretend to be Him.
You get to know him through life experience and soon you won't tolerate anything else. You won't tolerate any other spirit. And the river of life gets bigger. When your marriage covenant with the Holy Spirit gets stronger and you fall in love with him because you see how much he loves you and he's always leading you and he's always doing the right thing and he always has your best interest in mind and he's a good father and he's a good shepherd. You fall in love and you go deeper and that river widens because you get to know Him more. And you just birth more and more of His blessings and it just showers your city with the glory cloud and just cleanses the underworld of your city with the river of life. And you just clean out and it's because of your love to God that you clean out cities and nations. Your intimacy with God, the Almighty, is what cleanses the earth and cleanses the heavens. And it's on full display because it's not pornography. It's not adultery. It's not done in secret like the prostitutes in Babylon. It's done openly because it's perfect love. The Garden of Eden is birthed through intimacy, publicly, openly. Joining, desiring everyone to join in on the feast, the love feast of Jesus Christ with not one drop of immorality. Everyone who feasts immediately has their virginity restored, all of their purity restored. Even a bad thought that you once had, that it's not, you're not even capable of negative thoughts, perverted thoughts, wicked thoughts, greedy thoughts, selfish thoughts, all of the wickedness of the human nature and all of the deep places of the human heart are just cleansed by the river of life. Truly, He restores us perfectly to be virgins. That's the key characteristic of the 144,000 of the government of God, of the kings and the rulers of the earth. You must be sexually pure. You must be innocent like little children to enter the kingdom. And I tell you the truth, in this smutty world, God can do it and no one else can. The world has never been so immoral. But our God is always the same. He's the Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit. His glory will make you whiter than the dove, <laughs> whiter than lamb's wool. <laughs> His glory will purify you from all unrighteousness, and you'll be so in love, in the purity of perfect divine love, that it will just billow out of you. You can purify the worst hell holes. And God trusts the Spirit He's placed in you. And He trusts His Spirit of grace. And He trusts His Word. And to the measure you're faithful, He can trust you in the darkest, darkest places. That you won't be corrupted by the darkness. But, the, but that your love and your intimacy with Him will wash away the darkness. And all the cities of the world this season, I don't care what kind of religion and what kind of rebellion is in the city. Heavenly Jerusalem is stronger than it. Heavenly Jerusalem is almighty in our spirit and through our spiritual cities and through the spiritual bowels of our cities and the spiritual wickedness of our cities is cleansed by our spiritual righteousness. When you're dealing with spiritual wickedness, the only thing that can cleanse it out is spiritual righteousness. The two trees in the garden is the wickedness of the human being and the righteousness of the second Adam, the life-giving spirit. <laughs> Fools in their ignorance who don't understand Jesus yet, they say it's Gnosticism. I'm not talking about Gnosticism. I'm talking about cleansing the earth. 
Restoring all things so you can be like Adam and Eve that didn't even know they had a body until they had given up the Holy Spirit. How about you being so buried in the Holy Spirit that you have no awareness whatsoever of your flesh? That's called overcoming the curse. Being so buried in the Spirit of grace through your heart and through your mind that there's no more you. It's just Jesus Christ blazing through you in the fullness of His throne of grace. That's the standard height of Christ's own perfection. That's the standard the sons of God bring this season as we're manifesting through all the universe right now. As we cleanse the bowels of the earth from Hades, the religious city, in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, redletterman.com. We'll see you tomorrow.